Hola, welcome to the first episode of Quien Soy Yo. This series highlights the unique and amazing stories of people all over the world and how their culture, language, and life has shaped them. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at Hablamos LLC. Hablamos is Corpus Christi's only Spanish language school. They offer comprehensive Spanish language services, including high quality translations, individual tutoring, interpreting services, and group classes for all levels. You can get started speaking Spanish right away with their Spanish bootcamp. In this three hour lesson, you will learn conversational Spanish, high-frequency vocabulary, how to structure common phrases, and commonly used verbs. Now, this is not an in-depth class, but think of it more as a speed Spanish for those who don't have time to commit to a course. Get 10% off of your class by using promo code QUIENSOYYO at www.hablamostx.com. That's www.hablamostx.com. Now let's get started. Okay, so I'm really excited about this. I feel like my first interview is almost like a rite of passage as a podcast host. I am super happy to introduce my first guest. He was born and raised in Honduras where he completed medical training and practiced as a physician as well as a medical director for one of the most poverty-stricken regions of the country. He is an amazing husband, a devoted father of four, and a big soccer fan. He is the education director of Ablamos as well as a teacher. Please help me welcome Dr. Juan Vasquez. How are you, Dr. Vasquez? Very well, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for being on and agreeing to be my very first guest. I am very excited to have you on. Thank you for having me. So first off, you have an amazing resume. You have all kinds of wonderful things that you've done in the past five years. But before we get to all that, why don't you tell me a little bit about what is life growing up in Honduras? Well, thank you. Yes, um, for 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 all of you that has come from that have come from another country, and know what it is to acclimate to the United States, you will understand. Uh, I grew up in a very poor place, and um, for me, it was a very a privilege to be able to learn a new language. For me, it was a privilege to go to to finish high school, to go to college, to go to the university. So it was actually really rough. I had to work. After school, most days, I had long hours training soccer, uh, but I can tell you that I enjoy every single moment. My family and I, we were very close, and I enjoyed I wouldn't change it for anything. We were talking a little bit before the show, and I was telling you how a lot of people growing up, especially in Latin culture, have different nicknames growing up, and I was really shocked to hear that you didn't have one. Well, I, I really didn't. I, I have nicknames from my friend because I played sports, so they will compare me to like sports player, uh, but I don't think that counts. My brother usually calls me Juancho, and he still does it now when he calls me or texts <laughs> me. He says Juancho. Uh, that's about it, I think. Growing up, I had the nickname Gordita, which if you translate it literally is like chubby little girl, but it's always meant with like so much love and is just part of the culture. But you were telling me about your niece and what's her nickname? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have I have um, two nieces and one nephew and actually have more than that. But, you know, that have nicknames and we have La Flaca, we have Rocio that we call La Pioja, um, or, and then uh, <laughs> we have uh, Scarlett who... When she was little, we used to call her Gorda, but now not anymore. And I didn't say that. Scarlett, if you're listening, I did not <laughs> say that. Um, but we also have El Gordo, which is my, my nephew Fernando. 
That's so cute. So, I mean, it's definitely part of the culture and part of, like, the warmth of a home. And growing up in Honduras, that's definitely something that you saw. Now, let's talk about the food, because I'm a foodie. <laughs> yeah, actually, the food is great. I, I, you know, I miss so many things that we used to make there, uh, like our our one of our typical dish is baleadas which is basically if i want to compare it to something that that probably people here are familiar is like a taco but we have a mantequilla which is a special a special type of sour cream we have uh huevo and frijoles that is like the very basic then we put cheese then we put a little bit of aguacate then we put a little bit of like good old chuleta so i mean if you go to honduras you gotta try one of the places la mega baleada it's like it's a huge taco it's like bigger than a pizza Just what? roll up amazing i gotta show you you know we have pollo frito we have pollo con tajadas we have pollo con minga we have a tolchuco we have so many really good stuff that i mean even our even our singers you know created songs about all the food <laughs> that we do because it's so much and it has such a, uh, such an amazing uh, names you know right we had to we had to have a song for it you're making me really hungry by the way <laughs> Awesome. I'll invite you a Valiada later. Perfect. In Honduras, you trained as a medical professional. What is the training like there? Well, we are a very poor country, and when you are a medical professional, you are trained on all the areas that medicine can offer you. So I was a family a family physician, but mm -hmm. I was trained in surgery. I did tons of surgery. I did ultrasounds. I did upper endoscopies. I did deliveries. I did C-sections. Uh, I can go on and on. I did orthopedic surgery. I did, I work with children because the need is so big. It's so huge that when you are there um, in places where access to healthcare is really difficult, mm -hmm. then you have to be able to be that person who's honestly going to help everybody. And, you know, that's one of the things that I really miss about uh, about being in Honduras where, you know, you can you can pretty much practice freely and be able to help a lot of people. I moved to the United States when I was 10. I grew up in central Mexico. I really perfected my English speaking skills, watching Disney Channel and really immersing myself into the language and, you know, watching Liz McGuire and all those shows. But how was the transition of on, from Honduras to the States and really getting over that language barrier for you? Well, um, Thanks to my brother, I learned English when I was about eight years old. But of course, I wasn't immersed in the culture. I was not part of it. So I used to speak English with the grammar of Spanish. So I would say things really funny and people will not understand or like would not really understand what I meant. Right. As I was um, a resident in my, in my last year of residency program in Honduras, I met my wife. She was a medical student back in those days. And we started speaking. And, you know, unfortunately, I spoke more. English than I want that I intended to yeah. uh, just because it was easier for us to communicate that way and then she will speak Spanish to me and then I will speak English to her and stuff like that but it helped me a lot because I was bilingual I mm -hmm. got the opportunity to be part of a, an NGO back in one of the poorest parts of my country came the medical director of that NGO and I got to work hand to hand with people and actually it was we got to work shoulder to shoulder if I had to say <laughs> because um, a lot of the people that were there they were re really great and I got immersed a little bit in the culture before that um, my wife and I had had not finalized our plan of what we were going to do we thought about going to Honduras and living there and then you know after much discussion we decided that I was going to move to the state mm -hmm. just because it was 
a little bit easier for our particular situation. Right. Uh, so I moved. So I moved here, and once I came here, uh, there was a lot of difficulties for me. I miss, you know, I miss my country. I miss my culture. I miss a lot of things. And one of the things that I miss the most was soccer. Because um, when you're in Honduras, I mean, you all all you need really is a ball, and people will just show up, and we will just play anywhere. You know, here you have to go to a place, and it has to be, you know, it has to be a special place, and everything, everything. So you have to set it up. You have to text your friends. Yes, no and it, it's just, you know, up. it's just like it's it's so <laughs> so difficult to do it. So, but but my wife, you know, being the person, the amazing person she is, she got me to be part of a league. Still haven't. I still didn't have a person that where I can use my language except for my wife. You know, and I taught my my daughter Valentina, my oldest one. I taught her how to speak Spanish from a very young age because you know I, I I wanted to talk to somebody in Spanish. So I talked to her all the time, uh, <laughs> and then I talked to my wife. But she at that at that moment she was still a resident, and and it was she was very busy. Both of you being medical professionals, you have to have crazy busy schedules, and I imagine your schedules get even busier now with your new undertaking. I mean, you guys decided to open a language school, Hablamos. How's that been? Uh, yes, it is definitely a busy schedule. For me to give you an idea, we have four children. The last two are twins. We have a really busy schedule. We try to serve and use our skills as much as we can. And one of the things is that for a long time, we wanted to share the gift of speaking another language to our children, just like it was so beneficial for me mm-hmm. to learn English, to know English, to be to become part of this society. We also always believed that for our for our kids was going to be amazing to have another language because we moved to Corpus. We live up north in Indianapolis, and although you know we were friends, we were, we lived in a place where three percent of the people were Hispanic. Only three percent. Wow, that's so, quite the difference between so there and Corpus Christi. It is a it is a big difference, and you know I can tell you I probably knew everybody because I played soccer every <laughs> weekend with them, right? With every single one of them, and the wife would come, and my wife would come, and you know we'll just get together. It was amazing. We always wanted to go back to Texas because my wife is from Texas. So we came here and we came to Corpus and we started looking for a place where we could take our children, where they could come and become bilingual, just like I did a formal bilingual education or a, mm-hmm. for- a formal language education. We couldn't find it. My wife and I, we, we talked about this for years. You know, this, is, this, is, this has been for a long time coming and we, it has been in the making for a while. So we decided to open our own school because we we wanted to give our children and the children of the people of the coastal band an opportunity to become bilingual. So that's how how our school came about, and we uh, we are enjoying it. We have classes for kids, we have classes for adults, for everybody, and we always try to touch because le- teaching a language is not just teaching you how to say one word, how to say a phrase. It's also teaching you part of the culture. So you know, we we have partner in the in the last Cafe con Amigos, which is our our free immersion Spanish event. You know, we partnered with CC Ballroom by the Bay, and they taught salsa. They taught and it's really a lot of fun just to to be able to be there and to be surrounded by that music that I remember, you know, from my yeah. youth. It's just amazing I, the way I used to dance and then the way I used, when, I, when my wife used to come and see me back in Honduras, you know, we were in the island and we would just go out dancing because we were single, we didn't have kids, right? We were just right. with each we other. Just go out. We could just go <laughs> out, right? And uh, I mean, it was amazing just to hear the bachat and it is great to be able to share, to have that opportunity to share the culture with everybody. 
Absolutely. I think that it's an important part of learning a language. It's understanding the culture and kind of getting where it comes from and helping you really grasp that. I think it's an excellent idea. But your teaching doesn't stop just at Hablamos. Your teaching is actually your profession now. That is correct. I am a certified teacher and I am currently working at King High School. I am the Spanish teacher and I teach Spanish one, which is, you know, which is a lot of fun because I have I have all all the ninth graders, a lot of the ninth graders are my students. <laughs> so fresh out of middle school, then they come to me uh, and I try to teach them a little bit about the culture and I try to teach them to say a couple of a couple of things and it's really a lot of fun. Um, I try to always integrate in my lessons a lot of culture. I try to show them why, I try to show them how, I try to show them what it is used for and how, you know, when you're out in the world, uh, you can go to a to a big city and be able to, to get around. Just, you know, I, I always always tell them that will, that will at least get you to the bathroom or get you a couple of tacos if that's what you want to eat or so just learn those two those two things and you'll I be good to go sad. you can ask for water you can ask for tacos you can ask for the bathroom what else do you need right <laughs> i guess at some point you should figure out like where you're sleeping or how you're traveling but that's uh, once you have tacos that's down the line right <laughs> yeah that, once you've done that that part you can figure out the yeah, next part absolutely so give me a little bit more of an insight as to the different levels of Spanish that people can learn at Ablamos because it's not just for little kids. It's for adults as well, correct? That is correct. Uh, here at Ablamos, we have so many different levels, so many options for you to speak, uh, to speak languages. We started as a Spanish language. However, we have seen that in the, the Hispanic community also has an, has the need to learn English. Mm -hmm. So we have instituted um, new English classes. Now we have English classes offered at different levels for people that only speak Spanish. Regarding the Spanish one, we have beginners, level one, you know, the person that needs to learn how to say, hola, mi nombre es, me llamo, mm -hmm. Juan. Um, to the person that is advanced and we have every level in between. We also have medical Spanish. We also do medical translations. We also do legal translation, medical interpreting, legal interpreting. We also do general interpreting. Uh, we offer a lot of services here. In, um, for the kids, we have camps, right? Mm -hmm. Mostly, uh, mostly the summer camps. But now we are we are working on the after school programs, on the homeschool programs too, that can come during the day and they have a preferential time, of course, because they can come and you know when it's not that busy. They the kids are going to be able to learn how to write to read, listen Spanish, and speak Spanish in a very structured environment. For adults, you know, we try to do it after after their work so they can come, they learn to read Spanish, and we take it to a pace where everybody can feel comfortable and can be successful trying. Mm -hmm. Even if you already know Spanish, there are those little things that we have in Spanish, you know, like all those little monosyllables that nobody knows what they mean, but they are so always put together in one sentence you know right. a la de mier. then you know we we have we help you figure all that out but at the same time we're giving you real live experiences where you can actually listen to an authentic video or authentic audio and then you can be able to understand what people are talking about and you that helps you that helps your ear that helps you your comprehension absolutely i think that's a really important part of it I'm really enjoying, and I've already gone to two of your immersion nights. Um, 
it's different. I mean, I get to speak Spanish at home with my family, but it's always a constant uh, of my mom reprimanding me because she's like, oh, you mispronounced that. or So I'm always thinking ahead on it. Versus on these immersion nights, I actually get to just enjoy and have like a free-flowing conversation that you don't get to have pretty much anywhere else. And I think that's a fantastic service that you guys are providing. Thank you, and, and thank you for coming to our events. Um, yes, it is one of those things where you are basically, you show up and you can speak at your own pace, you can feel comfortable, and everybody's welcome. Whether you speak a little Spanish, whether you're a native speaker, whether you want to just calm, sit down, have a cup of coffee, and just listen to the people, shout away, you know, the, all the Spanish words flying yeah. around, right? So for anybody that just wants to be there, just wants to be part of this big event that we have, the third Saturday of every month, you know, everybody's welcome. It's a free event. We usually have, like I mentioned before, CC Ballroom by the Bay. And it is a great opportunity for everybody to get comfortable in your skin. Um, one of the things that we learn or we try to teach you also when, when we are um, teaching you a language is that, you know, you have to feel comfortable. You have to try. People will understand that you are actually yeah. trying. And, and I can tell you from, from my own experience, it's really amazing when, when somebody that is, is not speaking your own language, you know, is really trying to communicate with you in your own language. And, you know, we really appreciate that. Uh, as Hispanic, I can tell you that. I, I feel really appreciated, appreciative of that. And I try to help people and I really enjoy it. And even if all you say is buenas noches, mucho gusto, whatever it is you know yeah. we are you are always welcome to come to all of our events to check us out on the website and also to come check us check out our school yeah absolutely and i think it's different for someone who is not a native speaker to come into those but I mean, we've been on the other side of it where we weren't the native English speakers and to have someone just really encourage you to speak and whether you're pronouncing it wrong or you're getting there, just the practice goes a long way. And talking about the level of comfort, I think you guys have different levels of classes as well. If you don't want to start out in a group environment, it's my understanding that you guys do private lessons as well. Yes, we have private lessons and what we do is that we give you a free placement test. Uh, you don't even have to buy a class you don't even have to do anything just if you just want to do want to know where you are we have a free placement test and it's an app on your phone that you download and we, we give you a code for you to to go in and you know you we start there we start giving you like a like a pre-test we set you up on the on your platform to success right and after that uh, usually I give you a phone call it depends on on everybody's schedule but you know if you're available I can give you I um, I am the the education director so I called you and I try to speak a little bit of Spanish with you and that gives me an idea of how much you know you know on the paper on reading but also on speaking and listening so it's a pretty comprehensive um, assessment and then yeah. we place you with a customized plan for you we try to say you know you're going to be you know for for this many private lessons you're probably or this curriculum you're going we're going to develop to develop this curriculum and then we're going to go into this class you know we always suggest that you join a group class just because the amount of people that are in the group class is larger than you know if it's just you and me talking uh, you know for 
whole year. We're going to yeah. run out of topics of conversation. But <laughs> if there are six or seven people that are in, the, in your same path, you're, they're, all, they're going to encourage you, number one. And number two, you know, they're going to bring a whole new light to all sorts of different topics. And I have seen it happen so many times. Yeah. You know, it is, it is so amazing to see because things that, you know, we didn't even think about when we were planning the lessons, you know, because we, we plan our lessons and we make it on a structure where we cannot teach you on every level. We cannot teach you everything. So, you know, that's why they are lev- there are levels. Right. So... But then somebody brings up something that everybody's interested in and then we explore it and then we discuss it and everybody enjoys and gets so enriched, you know, that it's amazing to have a group, a group class. But of course, you know, if you are not there yet, we will be here. We will help you with semi-private, with private classes, with small groups. We also, like I mentioned, we have the medical Spanish, um, which we are basically oriented towards a medical professional, first responders, firefighters. Writers, mm-hmm. nurses, doctors, and it, like I said, you know, we we customize it. We gear towards your level, towards your specialty, because we're not gonna teach you ophthalmology if you really never <laughs> see a patient. You know, that has to do with ophthalmology. You know, right. So that's that's what we do. We we try to help you wherever, it, which wherever you are on your path to learning a new language. That's where Hablamos is for you to support you. Absolutely, and I think you guys have a wonderful wonderful school. If you live in the Corpus Christi area and you haven't stopped by, come check out their school. Learn what their classrooms look like. Learn what it is to fully immerse yourself in this opportunity and see what Ablamos has to offer. I want to ask you, so there's a few phrases in Spanish. We have phrases and we have different things that we say that when you translate it literally, it makes absolutely no sense. But one of my favorite phrases is, más vale el diablo por viejo, no, más sabe el diablo por viejo que por diablo, which really means like the devil is wise because he's old, not because he's the devil, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which really, you'd find <laughs> no time to say that in conversational <laughs> English. Like, I feel like people would look at me really weird if I'm like, you know, the devil knows more because he's old than because he's the devil. <laughs> it would really sure. make no sense. Sure. But did you have any of those growing up? You know, um, my family my family used to use a lot of them. And uh, I, I was kind of thinking about it. One of the things that I, I think I remember from my dad and, and you know, my, my dad doesn't, I, I'll say, that doesn't like to, to talk too much. Um, so one of his favorite things to say is a buen entendedor, pocas palabras, which, uh, which means basically like if you're a good listener, you don't need people to tell you or to use too many words to explain things. It's something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Is that like, him like, like cutting so- you off? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like my dad was like, okay. So she, he didn't want to explain too much. He just <laughs> wanted me to understand together, right? <laughs> um, and then we, we have another one that uh, we say, al perro más flaco se le pegan las pulgas. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things that it, said, that it means kind of like, you know, when you are having a bad day, everything happens to you yeah it's kind of like it's kind of like that is that sense and it's just it's just very funny uh, <laughs> to, you know to hear it a buen entender pocas palabras o al perro más flaco se le pegan las pulgas which is so funny because it has a weird visual if you think about it yeah. like the skinniest dog gets all the fleas <laughs> and in my head i'm like do you want a chunkier dog <laughs> just for circumference whatever but no it's true and we have those funny things that 
you know, are embedded in our culture. And whether you're from Honduras, from Mexico, from Venezuela, from all over Latin America or anywhere else, really in the world, because I'm sure these translate to, you know, to France, to any other country that has different sayings that you don't have those. It's so exciting to always meet new people and have the opportunity to learn about a language, learn about a culture, and that's exactly what Gian Soyo is all about. Dr. Vasquez, thank you so much for being with us today. It was so exciting to have you on, and thanks for... uh, Los (laughs) Los nuevos refranes. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. I just wanna, I just wanna say that um, being being bilingual in has opened a lot of doors for me. One of the doors that opened it was love. Really, um, I met my wife and I was able to communicate with her, and she was able to communicate with me just because we were both bilingual, and um, because of that, you know, we had form this really amazing family that we have we have four children we have loved each other and we're trying to teach our kids the love for their family in honduras my children enjoy uh, being able to communicate with her grandma with her grandpa with her tios her tias which you know we sometimes we don't call them as often as we would like to but we really make a big effort for them to to learn and understand and you know, it's amazing how their their eyes get big and wide when my <laughs> brother, my sister, you know, my mom, my dad, they, they call and they say, yeah. you know, que, que linda está la niña, you know, me encanta su pelito, que bonita está. You know, it's just one of those things that they are able to feel the love that comes with the words, but also they are able to understand, they are able to communicate, and we go through that. And we try to teach them, and I think it's a it's a great gift that you can give to to basically anybody. I just wanted to close with that because yeah, absolutely. Not Thank only you. will it open your path in you know career or your future or whether it be that, but you can also find love, which is how Ablamos really got started. <laughs> because we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you and your wife. It wasn't that. Yes, that is correct. Awesome. If it wasn't for that. Well. As we talked about a little bit earlier, in Latin America, when we have radio <laughs> shows, we send shout outs. Like, it's very much like, me saludas al, al vecino de la vecina. <laughs> Actually, one of my friends who works in radio in uh-huh. Austin did it to us. We were visiting Austin. We were still happening to be listening to his radio show because we were driving. And he's like, saludos a Marisol, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God. All of the city of Austin just heard this yes so who, who are we sending some shout outs to tonight oh my goodness we have so many shout outs um i want to start by saying um let me let me just say it in spanish because i think it, it, it will be crazy yeah. like that um le mandamos un saludo muy especial a toda la gente de hablamos gracias alejandra gracias a cassandra gracias a liliana gracias a nuestros maestros eh, un saludo muy especial a la familia un saludo muy especial para Lindsay. Eh, tenemos que mandarle saludos hasta honduras a toda la, a toda nuestra gente que nos está escuchando ahí en honduras en san pedro sula mi ciudad natal le mandamos un saludo muy especial a la comunidad hispana que se encuentra residiendo aquí en corpus christi un saludo muy especial especial a toda nuestra a toda la gente que nos sigue en Facebook eh, y desde, desde luego no podía faltar un saludo muy especial para el, cha, el cachorro de la calle él sabe quién es eh, <risa> 
piojita, esa va para vos. <laughs> ok, muchísimas gracias y mucho gusto. I love that you just switched over into your radio voice. Like, it was just like, <laughs> I felt like I was on his radio show. Welcome to Juan's new podcast. I'm going to subscribe Hablamos podcast. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much for being on. I loved having you on. And I'm going to be back because I don't know if you heard, but they have really cool coffee in their waiting area. So... To my boss, if I'm not at my office, you know where I'm at. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, Juan. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, mm, that's a wrap. Can you believe we just shot our first episode of Quien Soy Yo? I'm super, super excited. It was a blast to have Dr. Juan Vasquez here with us today. And I am off to Google some recetas hondureñas because hearing him talk about all that delicious food from Honduras has me with some serious cravings. I mean, people sung about it, wrote songs about it. It must be good. I suggest you do the same. This episode was, of course, brought to you by our friends at Hablamos LLC, Corpus Christi's only Spanish language school. This place is so awesome. You can find different levels of classes that fit your needs and the needs of your kids or your work, whether it be learning English or learning Spanish. This is the place you can find all of that at. And if you're not really in the need of learning a whole new language and you just need a couple things translated, they can provide you an interpreter or you can look into their translation services, which are for legal, regular, or even medical translation services, which you never know, you just might need. The best way to find out everything you need to know about Ablamos is to head over to the website. That's www.ablamostx.com. One more time, www.ablamostx.com. Don't forget to use promo code Quien Soy Yo to get 10% off of your next class. Now, I'm seriously about to go to the grocery store and figure out what I'm gonna make in the spirit of Honduras. But just remember that learning a new language can open so many different doors for you. And just on the other side of that door, you might just find the one like Dr. Vasquez did. Until next time, adios. <laughs>